Okay, guys, welcome back. Seashells Podcast. We're doing an episode today on a 9 p.m. Sunday night. Uh, we got some studying to do that we did. Still got a little bit left. Marketing test tomorrow. Uh, we had some ethics thing to do. Took us about an hour, uh, 500 words. Really a no-brainer. Don't feel like I needed quotes or any sort of evidence in there. So just did it. Got it out of the way. And now we're uh, pretty ready for tomorrow. Not 100%, but we're ready for tomorrow. Uh, there might have been a story for English that I have not read. Uh, and we'll figure that out tomorrow. Okay, we'll find out tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we do good. I mean, if there's a quiz, hopefully we do good. Uh, and hopefully there's no quiz, right? Because um, I don't remember... Well, I'll check after. But now we're focused on the podcast. Baseball is seemingly back. We got a couple of spring training games going on uh, in the past couple of days. Don't know if they're official because I read that baseball actually started on February 26th. So they might be just like inter-club games or I don't even know really. But they're like unofficial games or something. I really don't know. Uh, we saw a little bit of Vladdy today. Uh, we saw he could run, so that's cool. Always been a big fan of Vladdy. Uh, fantasy baseball is just around the corner. I'm drafting him. First round, no, but maybe. I mean, I don't know. This guy's talented. This guy's talented. We're going to find out what his talent is really about this year. Hopefully they let him play in the league, right? Because uh, Blue Jays still have that option of leaving him in the minors, but I doubt they do that. They got rid of Donaldson. They're going to need a star. This guy's going to cost you 500 grand, and he's going to sell more jerseys than guys that are getting paid $30 million like fucking Manny Machado. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because this is my... Oh, when I saw this contract, I was so mad. I was so mad. Yes, that's how mad I am. How can you pay $30 million a year for 10 years for Manny Machado? At first, I look at this, I'm going, what the hell are the Padres thinking? First of all, you're the Padres. Who is on your team? Uh, Fernando Tatis? Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, Hunter Renfro? Uh, okay. Uh, you got any pitchers? No. Okay. Uh, so so what, do, what do you have on that team? Is there like... No, there's there's no one. There's freaking no one on that team. Okay, there's a couple players there, but they're not big names. Okay, so you've got one big name, and his name is Manny Machado. He pulls up to the block. He's making $30, $30 million, and he gets to chill in the Sun Rays in the Sunshine State, which is not Florida, but California, right? California is not the Sunshine State, but you get what I'm saying. The weather's fine and the sky is always blue, like they say in the song California by Flip, by Playground Saints or Fairground Saints. Might want to check that song out. Very cool song right now. Absolutely loving it. Uh, country song, but it's uh, kind of cool. Female artists don't usually recommend like female artists in general. Like I feel like most songs are guys, right? Most songs in my phone are guys singing them, but when there's good female, I'll add it, you know? Like, I'm just looking for good music. Whether it's a female or a male, I don't give a shit. As long as it's good music, right? 
just happens that most of the good music is made by the guys. But there's a lot more guys too. So, you know, I guess it kind of balances out. And a lot more of your redneck shit is going to be guys. And a lot more of your cuter stuff or your heartbreak stuff is going to be the girls. And I get that. And I'm totally for that. You know, there's a little bit of a separation. And guess what? Girls have more options within, like, pop country and stuff. Like, Kelsey's doing that a lot. Uh, Casey's doing her own thing. Super cool. Casey Musgraves. Anyway, it's been going on about country for a couple minutes. And that's not what you guys want to hear. Y'all want to hear, okay, Jay, what do you think about Machado making $300 million a year? What I think is that it's stupid. It's stupid for him to take that. First of all, take two years left off your contract. Because guess the fuck what? Now I checked it, and there's literally an opt-out option after 2023. If you do not, like, take that option, you're stupid. At that point, you're actually stupid. Unless you feel like at 2023, $30 million for Machado is a bargain. And, and I... In what world would that happen? No world, because Machado, to me, this year is worth like 26, maybe if you're pushing it 28. I was saying 24 at the beginning of the week, but fuck that. I think it's more towards a 26 to $28 million range. So he's close to his value this year, if you're paying him $30 million, right? But what about later, right? This, this, is, this, is, this is not uphill for Machado. The rest of his, the next 10 years of his career are not uphill. They're either the same, maybe a little bit of inconsistencies in there. You have a down year, you know, an up year. But it's mostly, the trend is mostly downhill from here for Machado. You just paid him $300 million. Okay, I would pay him the, I don't know, 120, 130 that you owe him until 2023. Then get the hell out of that contract and let him get like 16 or whatever he's worth at that point, which he won't take 16. Uh, he's going to argue with you guys. He's like, no, I don't want 16. Can't reach an agreement. Turns out, goes back, gets signs a minor league deal. Probably not just because it's Machado. It's not Batista. Uh, you know, but Batista was a stud. And then when his contract ran out, albeit Batista's going to be like he was slightly older than Machado's going to be when it's going to be 2023. We'll see at that point, right? Let's see if I'm still doing podcasts in 2023. What are we going to be doing in 2023? 23-year-old Jeremy. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Might not be living here anymore. Might not be uh, might be gone, you know. I was thinking 28 Austin, Texas. Maybe, maybe Houston, those cities are getting expensive to live in though, so we'll have to see. Maybe some new city kind of comes up. Maybe Memphis, haven't thought of Memphis. Memphis is apparently a nice place. So I might hit up Memphis, anybody who's in Memphis hit me up. Might come crash, couple days, we'll we'll turn up to some country music. We'll go see some football games. And we'll go see some baseball games too, definitely. What's the baseball team? Tennessee? Is there even a baseball team in Tennessee? Hey Siri, is there a baseball team in Tennessee? Okay, I found this on the web for is there a baseball team in Tennessee? I don't think there's a baseball team in Tennessee. Arizona, California, Colorado. 
Jesus. There's no baseball teams in Tennessee. Come on. Really? Well, we'll go down to Texas. Right? We'll go down to Texas, catch a baseball game. Really? So Tennessee's not like a baseball thing at all. Aren't, isn't their university not bad? Florida, I know, is good. Florida's got a lot of baseball up there, uh, down there. Anyways, wow, didn't know, didn't know. But baseball, huge, huge in Florida. I feel like it's huge, especially like also in California, Arizona. Uh, anything that's warm, Texas is pretty huge for baseball. And then you got like the middle states, right? Those things are generally there. I feel like the coasts are a lot more football. Uh, but that's just how I feel. Uh, and then the North has a little bit of hockey in there. But again, we'll have to figure that out, right? I don't know the exact statistics. There's no baseball in Tennessee, which surprises me, but I figured, uh, I just thought about it. Really surprising. Anyways. Yeah. Anybody in Tennessee, hit me up. So yeah, to come back to this idea of the Machado contract, I don't think it was a good idea. I don't think Machado is that worth that much. And I think it's just stupid that a team would be willing to spend $300 million when you haven't even gotten a franchise sort of in your mind. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're certainly not doing a playoff push. But you're going to spend you're gonna spend $30 million a year on a guy that's not going to help you do that? Because this guy's not a leader. We know Machado's not a leader. If he's one thing, he destroys your clubhouse. This guy does not help teams. He's got a bad attitude. That's my knock on Machado, and that's why I have never liked him as a player. I, I, I appreciate his talent. I understand his talent. I understand he can crush it. I understand he can, can dive over the third baseline and still make the, the throw in time. I mean, other guys can do that, but Machado does it on a level that is unparalleled, maybe, uh, among third basemen. But I think, I, I honestly, actually bet, bet Machado has a worse year this year than Vladdy Jr. Bet. Yeah, you heard it here first. Machado has a worse year on a first contract year of a $300 million contract. He does, he performs to a lower level than Vlad Guerrero Jr. That's stretching it, but it's cool. And I like it. I love Jr. And the MLB is hyping him up a lot, eh? The MLB is like, oh, Jr., Jr., Jr. Yeah, he's the number one prospect. He's our dude. And he's up north. And uh, hopefully he's here uh, for the games in Montreal, but I doubt it. If he if he is going to play, he's not going to be here. Uh, but at the same time, there's also a strong possibility. There is a strong possibility that he might come up just because it's his birthplace. You know, so there's a possibility for baseball in Montreal. It would be huge. People love him. People used to love his dad. Well, I guess they still do. Right, and if ever we were to bring the Expos back, I think that would be crazy. Uh, imagine if we were bringing him back, and he was like our first big dude. How crazy would that be? But anyways, that's besides the point. 
The point is, Machado is getting paid too much this year, and he's going to get paid too much for the next five years of his contract, the next ten years of his contract, wherever it may end. Uh, hopefully it ends in 2023. For me, I think that's a cutoff. Dude, you can't afford. You can't afford to waste $200 million on a guy that's just going to not help your, your franchise. I think you, you just spent, like, on a real, like, guaranteed money, he's going to get, like, 130 ish Plus, the opt-out options probably got a lot of money on that, too. Probably $20, $30 million. So, I'm thinking this contract is somewhere around one hundred and fifty at at most. That you're going to have to pay guaranteed money to him. Give him the one fifty. Hopefully, he rides out this sort of fame wave, right, for your franchise. Uh, so, you, you've got that one guy. So, people come kind of see him, kind of see him crush the ball for a while. And then, really... But, for me, I think the $150 million, you could have used that to buy prospects. Like, just buy the most prospects. And then you have, like, so many of them, right? Because a lot of franchises, like Boston maybe, have a little bit less prospects. And they're going to have to focus on buying free agents, right? They bought, you know, JD. They bought JD. Was that a really good move? Absolutely great move. They bought JD. But this is $30 million they can't spend on, or whatever, just about $30. Um, this is $30 million they cannot spend on prospects. Here's the deal. You're the Padres. You're nothing. you got to build a hell of a team if you want people to be coming in. Well, uh, it's, San, it's San Diego. I mean, people come there all the time, but it's not a growing franchise. It's not a great franchise right now. It's not like the move... You know, you you just saw the Dodgers had a stacked team. They got Machado, still lost. They thought Machado was going to push us over the edge, still lost. You understand what I'm saying? So to me, I think it is a terrible move. I think it's $150 million you can spend on prospects and just building up your farm system and making it this freaking massive productor of players. And just go find players all around the globe. Just like start looking everywhere, man. Start looking, start finding, and start drafting. Really, really good players. So that you can flourish with all those young studs coming up. This is what's happening with uh, the Braves. They've got Acuna. They've got Camargo, I think, is decent. Uh... I feel like there's some other guys like Dansby, they're probably not paying him yet. Uh, Albies, they're probably not paying yet. So, to me, that's a huge move on their part. And Anthopoulos makes shit happen, too. He's a really good GM as well. I don't know why he's not still in Toronto. We should have given him whatever he asked for. Uh, And if we let him go, we're absolutely retarded. He's one of the best GMs in the MLB currently. In my opinion, look what he did to Toronto. Was nothing for a couple years. Came in, boom, 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 start winning. Leaves, fucking franchise collapse. Hopefully, Junior can get us out of there. I don't know how we signed Junior. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how the hell did he land on our front doorstep? Anyways, besides the point, again. The Machado contract is way too much money. I think you, like, if you're the Padres, you got to focus on what you're trying to do. 
Now you're telling people, well, no, we're buying players now. Oh, okay. I thought you were selling players. You just got rid of Freddie Galvis, who you're paying four to five million, I think, the Jays. And, like, he's a decent shortstop. For his price, he's really good for his price. I'd really like the price tag on him. But you go out and get Machado instead. Okay. So now you don't know what you're doing because you're either spending on one side and then trying to save up and trying to tank and get draft picks and stuff. So what's happening, right? So we don't know what's happening with the Padres. Uh, and, and that's okay. Like a lot of people are going to criticize them. Oh, you're selling all your players, right? When franchises sell all their players, like Miami right now, I love what Miami is doing. A lot of people hate Miami for getting rid of everything. They had Yelich. They had Stanton. They had they had some team. They had Ozuna. They had D. Gordon. They had, well, Jose Fernandez. We know what happened to him. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Just because, like, we've been over it. it sucks. Uh, they had a bunch of players. They weren't that great. So they sold everything. They liquidated everything they had in assets, and they got prospects. And now we're trying to build it up. Now we're going to use all our money to focus on those young studs. Or at least that's what I'm getting the vibe. And then you save up money so that when you need the extra leader guy, uh, a Goldschmidt maybe, or I don't know what it's going to be in 5, 10 years, right? Depending on the time frame of where those new players that are good develop for Miami, but when the good time comes, you have money to spend on the big guy, right? Or you have money to give to your small guy so that they stay for a little while, right? That's the cool part. That's the fun part. That's what I'm excited to see. How is a team, because they're going really all in on their plan. And I love people who do that. You can't just half-heartedly do shit, right? Are you, like, do you think, like, uh, I don't know. Let me find an example for you. Uh, so the guy is doing his ethics homework and his English homework. You can't do a bit of ethics and a bit of English. Or, well, you could. No, that's not, that's not a proper one. Uh, I don't, I don't see a parallel to this. Like, uh, I don't know. It's like Apple, right? Let's, let's just go back a couple, uh, like 10 years. Uh, let's just say Apple like didn't come out full on saying the iPhone is our new product, right? Let's just say Apple was like, no, let's just be like half. Like, let's just like kind of dribble the phone in there, but it's really not like it's our best product, but let's just like kind of toss it in there. But at the same time, we'll do a bit of, like, computers and stuff. Like, that's what they, they're doing. Inherently, that's what they're doing. But they really went out and made a bold move where they were like, we're all in on this iPhone thing. Right? This is our one thing that's going to make us great. And people bought into that idea. Um, yeah. So that's, like, it's not a great example, but... Let's just assume that you're trying to, I don't know, right? You're, try, you're trying to, anything. Like, you're trying to become a doctor, but then, like, you, you're you like, 
right? To become a doctor, to become the best, right? You want to be focused on what you're doing. You want to be all in on being a doctor. You want to know the most you can about being a doctor. And there's a lot of fields in there. You want to know the most, right? So that you can be the best doctor. But you can't be like, yeah, I'm trying to be a doctor. But at the, at the same time, I'm trying to be an accountant. Like, let, let me just be an accountant real quick. Oh, okay, no, let me hop back into being a doctor. Like, doctors are not also accountants. Doctors are doctors. Accountants are accountants. That's a better analogy, I feel like. Although a doctor could become an accountant if he wanted to, if it really made him happy. I feel like if it makes you happy, you should do it. But that's my point. That's my point. That's my analogy. You can't do stuff half-heartedly. You got to be all in. You got to be focused. You got to say, this is our plan and we're going freaking straight down this pipe. You, you get a plan, you stick to it. And you got plan B's within your plan, but usually you got a plan. You can't be running around having no plan, kind of just jumbling around. Oh, let me try this. Let me try that. Um, there's no real end goal. Set a goal at the end and say, okay, this is what we need to do to do that. Let's go all in on this. Let's not play around and buy Machado. Let's go all in, straight down the highway, down I-95, straight down to Miami, if you know what I'm talking about. I don't know if I-95 goes straight down to Miami. That could be a lie. Fact check it. Hey Siri, to what part does I-95 start or finish? Here's what I found on the web for what part. Interstate 95 is uh, all the way to Miami. Yes. Okay. Major junctions. I-4, Daytona Beach, Florida. Been there. Anyways, we're looking up highways. This is what our podcast is like now. We look up highways. Anyways, <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, but yeah, fun times down in Miami. If y'all want to go Miami spring breaks in a week, book your plane tickets, head down there, have fun. I might drive down there, see what's happening with Blue Jays. I'm actually really down, but like I was down... To fly standby just because it would be a lot cheaper. Uh, but you can't at this time of year just because flights are literally oversold. Like they have to take people out of the planes and stuff. Did you know that people do that? Like airlines do that? Like all of them do? They just oversell the plane, right? So let's say there's 100 places in the plane or 100 seats. They sell about 120. And usually there's a lot of like 10 to 15 no-shows. But you still got to kick five people out. And so, yeah, that's what planes do. Uh, so, But they compensate you and everything. They'll get you on the next flight and they give you like 500 bucks. Uh, sometimes they have to force people. Uh, they, they know who pays the lowest fare on the plane. So usually they're going to force that person to leave the plane. Uh, right? Because then they make the most money and it's kind of the best return on their investment. Well, it is the best return on... Well, it's the best thing for cash, right? They just make more money. Logical. Uh, but who knew, right? Uh, podcast is at 23 minutes now. We've been going on a little bit about baseball. Uh, the AAF is kind of failing. I, I don't believe in it. I think it's going to fail. But, you know, whatever. Maybe it becomes a legit league soon. But I really, really doubt it. 
Uh, no big names in there. No LeBron James is there to say, okay, like college basketball with Zion is legit. You know? It's a thing. It's got names. It's got people people want to see. It doesn't got a bunch of random guys that couldn't make it out of, I don't know, you know, they, they're, they're, half of them are undrafted. Most, most of them are probably undrafted, you know, QBs that are trying to, uh, you know, still make their way into football. And I get it, you know, these guys want to have a shot. For them, I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, but for, like, for, for the business, there's no big names. There's no Odell's. There's no Saquon's. You know, those guys are all going to the NFL. So I think that's what sucks about the AAF and why, like, you can't have two leagues of football. You can't. Is there two leagues of baseball? Yeah, there's, like, minor leagues, but those are, like, usually kind of paid for by the MLB or some shit like that. You know? There's, like, other leagues, but they're leagues that lead up to, like, they're the the, the players that play in the minor leagues are the players that are going to play in the pros, Right? They're not players that are going to play in the AAF for the rest of their career. It just doesn't work. To me, like there's, not, like, there's nothing like it in the world. I think maybe soccer has that. Right? Where you've got, like, the Premier League, and then you've got some other league in Germany, like the Bundesliga or something like that. And then you've got the, Sp- like the BBVA in Spain. And then so all these teams compete, uh, not against each other, but sometimes, yes, in the Champions League and stuff. So I guess that's how I see it kind of working. But how, like, right, it, like, they're trying to play for clubs, but it would work within, I guess, maybe, like, these guys in the AAF want to make it to the NFL, but they're kind of like the rejects, right? I don't know. It's weird. Like, the CFL isn't a big thing. It's got, like, eight teams. But it's in Canada, right? It's a regional thing. It's not like the U.S. doesn't already have um, football. So, Like if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm not going to go see whatever Santa, San Antonio. You know, this new football AAF team. Cowboys fans are going to be Cowboys fans. And they're just going to be like, what the hell is this? bullshit i want to see zeke i don't want to see random guy play like player one you know like legit i i don't want to see number two i want to see zeke so (laughs) but you you get what i'm saying so that's what's happening with that been looking up uh a a lot recently on uh, bears and stuff i'll make another episode on it bears wolves elks Mountain lions, fascinating stuff. I've been really reading about, like, not reading about them, but, like, watching videos and stuff. And those, those creatures are, wow. Those, like, top of the food chain guys, woo, those things will kill you. Those things are dangerous. Those things will tear you apart. Those things are scary. And that's what... Um, if I'm going to like give a little hint or a little takeaway on the animals is that a lot of people live in cities and they're like, well, we shouldn't really kill those bears. They're nice. Uh, you know, they're not hurting anybody. 
grizzly bears will literally fucking kill you. Like, they're not, they're going to find out your food, and they're, like, two miles away, they can sniff you out. And if they're hungry, yeah, they're coming for you. Or if they smell that you're cutting up an elk or a deer or something, yeah, and they're hungry, yeah, you know what, I'll go get that deer that's already cut up for me. Watch out. Like, this is what happened in Vancouver, right? I think, I don't know if there's grizzly bears left. There's probably grizzly bears left in the USA, for sure. Like, Alaska probably has, like, for sure has grizzly bears. But on the West Coast, like, doubt it, you know? Even then, like, even the freaking California state flag has bears. It has a grizzly bear on it. No more grizzly bears, because they killed them all. Because they realized, Jesus Christ, these things kill people. Right? And then I read a, I read a comment. Like, kind of shifted my perspective. But, like, you, you know how hunting is not bad because it's population control and it like it's good for the ecosystem and whatnot uh because like if you have a too low number like a too high number of bears then they're eating all the like all the deer so there's no deer so then what are i don't know little foxes eating or you know and what are the deer eating then that overpopulates so like it all balances within depending on what eats what and usually a lot eats a lot so like you take out so yeah so this is what happens in bc where people are like no let's just leave the bears we're gonna leave the bears and they sign a petition people in vancouver have never seen a grizzly bear in their life They've seen a video or two of them rolling around. Okay. And those people are like, yeah, let's sign a petition to not kill grizzly bears. You're not allowed to kill grizzly bears anymore. Well, now we have a huge overpopulation problem of grizzly bears in BC. Like, that's not like, you know, the city people that signed this petition... Like, they don't have a problem with it. They don't see the bears. The people who live out in the country that don't have time to look at fucking petitions because they barely have internet and they're focused on their farm or whatever. And you got to respect those people. Like, those people are living a nice life and they're providing, like, milk and stuff for you. And those are the people that are getting their cows fucking killed by bears. Their cows are getting mauled by bears because bears, there's too many of them. So when there's too many of them, they start eating your shit. They're not eating the shit that's in the wild. They see the stuff that there's always cows in the farm. Let me come get those. <laughs> They're not stupid. <laughs> wolves aren't stupid. Wolves up north, man, those must be fun. But those are creepy. You know, when they're, they're, they're hauling all around you, they're trying to get to you. Like, what you're going to know when wolves want to kill you. <laughs> And it all depends, right? If animals are hungry, man, like polar bears, geez, like we know polar bears are having a struggle and you, you hate to see those, those, those guys like struggling and dying and starving, right? But the other side, like those, those bears, like they're, they're going to kill you. Like you want to see those, but you really can't get really near them 
Because the, soon enough they're going to realize your food and they're going to want to eat you. Because they're, they're desperate up there. You know? And apparently some guy was saying, like, it's a different type of meat. Because, like, seals are a lot of fat. But us, it's like a lot of freaking meat, you know? So that's good for them. They'd have a nice little feast with us. So that's why they're scary, right? Oh, well, you can't kill those things. They're nice. They're little teddy bears. They're rolling around. Because there's this whole misconception, like, yeah, people have teddy bears when they're kids. But then, like, bears are dangerous things. Bears are very dangerous. They're cute, though. Those things are massive. Like, some of these, they're they're weighing, like, thousands of pounds. Like, not thousands, but, like, 1,000 plus pounds. Like, those things are huge. Huge. You come face to, like, one of those runs up to you. Fuck that, you're dead. Like, unless you got a gun... And you can shoot him a couple times, because if you shoot him once, I doubt he stops running. <laughs> Anyways, bear segment, done. Done. We're not talking about bears anymore. But yeah, I'm into animals right now. Anyways, podcast. Uh, 33 minutes, sounds reasonable for a podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Bye-bye.